The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. If you're ever in the Chicagoland area, please stop by. We would love to see you. Come worship with us, learn with us, love with us. And if you want to see or know more about our ministry, stop by our website at www.cutemple.org. That's www.cutemple.org. Find out many of the things that we're doing in this ministry. Find out how you can become a part of a ministry that is helping to transform the world. Or as our founder used to say to us all the time when she was active in ministry, the Christ Universal Temple is a light unto all humanity. Now, I'm in the midst of teaching uh, the book, How to Use Your 12 Gifts from God by William Warch. How to Use the Twelve Gifts from God is a book that is based upon Charles Fillmore's uh, Twelve Powers of Man theology or philosophy or hypothesis, whatever term you want to use. But Charles Fillmore believed that symbolically Jesus and his twelve disciples represented the Christ mind and twelve spiritual gifts that every individual has. And as we grow and evolve, in our soul consciousness, we become aware of these faculties that allow us to transform our lives by understanding who we are in God and who God is in us. Now, today I'm teaching the chapter on understanding, which in my version of the book is page 53. Again, now I've taught several this this uh, book for several weeks now, and I have requested that everyone who is following along with this series actually purchased the book, How to Use the Twelve Gifts from God. I don't know the author. I don't even know if he's still in the body. I, Christ Universal Temple doesn't get anything out of promoting How to Use the Twelve Gifts from God. I am asking you to get the book because I know the book can make a difference in your life if you apply what you learn from the book. Therefore, I strongly request 
that you get the book for yourself. Now, if you want to learn how to work with it um, with a little bit more detail, that's why we have classes. If you're in the Chicagoland area, obviously, you can't take a class. We sometimes offer this book as a class, but we're always teaching these faculties one way or another at Christ Universal Temple. Now, on page 54, under the preview, there's a couple of definitions that I think are really important for us to know. First of all, it states that understanding is your ability to know God stands under all things. The second preview point is understanding is your knowing how to accomplish. The third preview point is understanding is knowing with your heart. Now, let's deal with the first statement. Understanding is your ability to know that God stands under all things. Now, this is really important because when you're working through life in general, you're going to bump into some experiences that challenge this truth. When you see some of the crime and uh, and lack and and quote unquote uh, suffering that goes on around the world, sometimes it's very difficult from a human perspective to know that God stands under all things. When we have gone through some things, as far as you know, personal pain personal illness, personal financial issues, personal relationship drama like divorce and and issues with family upbringing or issues with your children uh, or siblings or issues with friends or coworkers, etc. When you've had some issues where you feel as though you've been knocked down, yet you keep getting up and you get knocked down again, sometimes it's hard to to remember that God stands under all things because when we are looking only from the appearances of life, it's easy to get caught up in the appearance. One of the challenging things that, that people face when they start working with teachings like new thought is what they have been conditioned to know and what their five senses are telling them in contrast to what universal truth is. It's one of the most challenging things because universal truth, divine principle, universal law knows that God or is, the truth is, <clears throat> is that God is omnipresence. Therefore, God stands under all things, and God is the one presence, not only power, but presence. Now, without an understanding of that, which is what this gift is, some call it spiritual understanding to differentiate it from human understanding, to differentiate it from us working with this concept that that understanding is one thing there is a spiritual understanding and then there is a human intellectual understanding and we're going to drill down on that a little bit later but i want to really get you to the point of recognizing that you have an ability within you that can see god beyond 
and under and in and through life experiences. That's key. That no matter what's going on, my understanding is that even when my body might not be expressing the way I desire it to express, God stands under my body as perfect form. God stands under my body as the substance of God. God stands under my body as life, activity, vigor, health, wholeness. No matter what's going on financially, God stands underneath my experience as the source of my supply. Even if I don't recognize acknowledge or utilize the source in the way that I have a right to because I am the self-expression of it. Understanding is my ability to know that. It then says understanding is your knowing how to accomplish. When I taught the faculty of judgment or wisdom earlier a few weeks back, I made a statement and the statement was wisdom knows understanding knows why so it's a level of comprehension that goes along with understanding you can make wise choices intuitively without necessarily knowing why you should make those choices but the faculty of understanding is your ability to know how to accomplish because when you have understanding of anything, you can duplicate the experience. This is why new thought drills down into people that you must know God, know these principles, know how universal law works for yourself. You must know your own spiritual wholeness for yourself. Because when you know it, you can produce it. If you know how to bake a cake and you know the ingredients and you have an oven and a pan and all the other stuff that goes along with that, you can make a cake. But if you put a novice in the kitchen and give him the ingredients of a cake, an oven and a pan, that doesn't mean he can make a cake. Having the ingredients is not enough. You have to have understanding. So just because you have within you as your true nature, the Christ, the I am, God's idea of itself, the image likeness, the perfect idea, whatever term you want to use. And just because this perfect idea has within it these 12 Spiritual gifts, abilities, or powers does not mean <clears throat> that you can bake a cake. And in this context, mean live a better life. Just because you have these gifts of faith and love and strength and wisdom and understanding and zeal and power, etc., etc., does not mean that you know how to utilize these gifts to demonstrate what you desire in your life. This is so key that I pray 
that you don't miss it and never lose the analogy of baking the cake. Because people that are in urban areas where people have little value for life are dealing with the same gifts, the same abilities. People in countries that are that are that have starving kids and the commercials we see on the TV and the money that we send to help these areas that don't have school or are suppressing uh, uh, women and not allowing them to get educated or under, under corrupt government or um, fundamentalist regimes. All of those people, including the oppressors of those people, have the same Christ in them, the same love in them, the same understanding in them, the same faith in them. But it doesn't make a difference if you don't know how to make the cake, if you don't know how to demonstrate the love, the peace, the joy and the harmony of God in your life. That's the difference. So new thought focuses on transform your consciousness first 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 because if you don't have a transformed consciousness if you don't know that you are the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing or as Reverend Coleman would say I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing it doesn't make a difference because you will misuse you will up Use the power that you have to produce your good. This is why understanding is so necessary. I hope this is coming across to you. The book says whenever, <clears throat> whenever you meet something that you can't understand, it simply means that you can't see the order, the good, or any purpose to it. In other words, you can't see how God stands under this situation. In other words, why is this happening? People ask that question all of the time. And sometimes people can't get past that question so they can be healed. Instead of the question that really determines your present and future, which is, do I want to be whole. Now you're already whole spiritually. But I'm talking about an experience. Do I want to be whole? Or do I have to dissect this thing. To death. So I can understand. What. Why. the My life is jacked up. Instead of studying the thing. So I can understand. How to make my life. A reflection of the goodness of God. That matters. Our lives are to reflect the goodness of God. In the and I taught this in the in the um, Genesis creative process. So if you want to go back and listen to this in more detail, in the Genesis story on the fourth day, uh, the Bible talks about in Genesis chapter one, uh, God creating the greater light and the lesser light, and the greater light represents spiritual understanding, and the lesser light represents the personal will. Now, the, the, the moon does not have light. The moon reflects sunlight. The personal will of the human consciousness 
is a powerful tool, a God-given tool, which I'll talk about next week as to being the executive faculty of the mind. But it, uh, in and of itself, it does not have light. It does not have illumination. It does not have spiritual understanding. So it should reflect spiritual understanding because it has no light. So it is important just as the sun gives light and warmth to the earth. Your spiritual understanding gives light or illumination to your human consciousness. So you're not seeing things the way that your five senses and your preconditioned intellect and belief system says it is, but how it is truly in spirit. That's one. Two, then you get past the place where you try to make it work in some warped sense of way by romanticizing it or giving it some meaning that doesn't really matter. And you say, like Joseph, you meant it for evil or you meant it for whatever, but God meant it for good. Not that God wants you or Joseph to go through trying conditions, but you shift it up and give it the meaning that empowers you. That's what it's saying. God is here and God is good. As the blind man asked, uh, the the uh, the, um, the people asked the uh, the disciples and the people asked Jesus, why was this man born blind? Because of his father's sin, his parents' sin, or of his sin? Now they could have been potentially talking about, you know, how can a man be born blind because of his sin unless he was here before? But I'm not here to teach that today. Or saying that he was born blind because as punishment for his parents or forefathers sin. Jesus said neither, but that the glory of God may be manifested. What does that mean? What difference do it make? He's here to be healed. Now, since I understand that he is perfect, whole and complete in spirit, I'm going to speak the word and he's going to accept it in faith and he's going to see. Because part of understanding is seeing. Because as the man told the religious leaders after he was healed and they were trying to debunk Jesus, he said, I don't know all this stuff you're talking about. All I do know is this. Once I was blind, but now I see. Once I didn't comprehend, but now I understand who I am in God. That's the truth that sets us free. I once was lost. But now I'm found. We're going to take our first break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Looking for the spiritual in your everyday life? 
Searching for meaning in the meaningless? Check out the book Rants to Revelations by Reverend Ogan Holder. Using his characteristic wit, humor, and storytelling, Reverend Ogan brings spiritual insight into practically every arena of human life. From issues of spiritual growth and family life to deep theological concerns about God and reality, he combines personal narrative with philosophical and scientific understanding to bring a fresh perspective into the life of faith in today's postmodern world. Pick up a copy of Rants to Revelations today from www.rantstorevs.com. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I want to read a definition from The Revealing Word by Charles Fillmore because I think it's really a good definition to really try to get a handle on this definition. Now, again, that's why some of the time I'm going to be reading a lot out of the book, How to Use Your Twelve Gifts from God, and sometimes we're going to be using supplemental information. So it's important that you have the book, How to Use Your Twelve Gifts from God. So if I miss something that your soul needs, you're not relying on Galen McDowell to make sure you have what your soul needs. I'm giving you, not only giving you the ingredient, I didn't give you the ingredients. Let me rephrase that. That's out of principle and integrity. What I mean by that is I'm giving you a recipe that I got from the people who taught me who got it from the teachings of Jesus to Christ. So this isn't my recipe. This isn't even Christ's universal temple's recipe. We're presenting the universal truths handed down through the ages, handed down through the ages and taught by Jesus to Christ. Anyway, 
on page 201 of the revealing word it states god is supreme knowing that by itself is a great definition that in man which comprehends is understanding it knows and comprehends in wisdom and wisdom its comparisons are not made in the realm of form but in the realm of ideas that's a really important point i'm gonna read that again its comparisons are not made in the realm of form but in the realm of ideas see one of the things that happens when you start to work with metaphysics and you start to get an understanding of who you are and how this works is you stop wrestling with form and you start dealing with ideas in mind all right in the realm of ideas or some people call it the realm of divine ideas or the kingdom of heaven or the or the Christ consciousness or Christ mind or uh, as I believe Deepak calls it the realm of pure potentiality and possibilities. You can go on and on and on with these term, terms is we learn how to work with the idea behind the good. It goes on to say. It knows how to accomplish things. That's what I was talking about earlier with the cake. You can have the ingredient. You can have all the ingredients, but not the know-how. No recipe. Spiritual discernment reveals that knowledge and intelligence are auxiliary to understanding. There are two ways of getting understanding, and this is key. He states that one is following the guidance of spirit that dwells within. And the other is to go blindly ahead and learn by hard experience. This is really key. Two ways to get it. Go within or turn within to the spirit of God within you. And when I say within you, I don't mean within your body. I mean literally within your being, your point of contact with the omnipresence, omnipotence, and omniscience is within you because you're the self-expression of it. So you could turn within to spirit, your indwelling Christ nature, or you can go blindly ahead and learn through hard experience. The thing about it is experience is a tough teacher. It takes a lot to pass his class. Now, you learn either way. But sometimes learning through experience can take can be very time consuming and very painful. Whereas when you go to spirit and spirit says, do this, do that, this how you should do this, this is why, et cetera, et cetera, you can skip over a large portion of what many people experience because you're functioning from a higher level of being. So it's important that when you understand spirit, you don't have to go through the emotional ups and downs and the roller coasters of life. That doesn't mean that you're going to not have some dips, because guess what? If you are in a body, you're still working with some stuff. There's still some things you need to understand. There's still some things you need to work through, but you shouldn't be working through the stuff that you were working through 10 years ago. Because if you're working through the stuff you were working through 10 years ago, that means that you haven't had a breakthrough in either understanding or application of what you understand. And that matters. It goes on to say, the book, 
uh, revealing word. Intellectual understanding of truth is a tremendous step in advance of sense consciousness, and its possession brings a temptation to use for selfish ends the wisdom and power thereby revealed. So in other words, as we evolve out of just being instinctive beings, you know, you know, doing whatever uh, the appetite says, whatever our senses want, whatever we want it in the moment without looking at the consequences of those decisions. Once we start to use intellectual understanding, people could think that that's the cane. In biblical metaphysics, all of the kings or rulers in the Bible represent the personal will. And according to the Bible, a king was only a good king or a bad king based upon them following the Lord or not following the Lord. Now, let's translate that interpretation to us. The personal will, and I'm using the term bad and good in quotations, is a consciousness that produces what we call good or produces what we call bad or error based upon the personal will reflecting spirit through spiritual understanding or going about its own way through its own intellectual uh, processes to make its own personality or ego self God. Now, most people say, well, my ego and my personality doesn't believe it's God. But the moment we turn away from the wisdom and understanding of God within us and seek to do things our way, etc. We have now, as the first of the Ten Commandments says, thou shalt put no other gods before me, little g. So our own personal beliefs, our own prejudices, our own wants, our own biases, our own religious beliefs, our own racial beliefs, our own gender beliefs, our own age beliefs, our own nationalistic beliefs, our own, our own, our own become our little g God. Because they are ruling our lives and we worship it. We can worship the quote-unquote little G God of our ego. That's just the way I am. You hear people talk about that, and I'm just keeping it real. And that's how I do things. And you better get used to it, whatever. Ego, ego, personality, personality. Making a God out of it. Making a God out of making other people wrong so you can be right. Making a God out of not allowing another person to voice their opinion. Making a God out of your personal will by trying to suppress the per- the will and the choices of other people. And you can say, well, I'm not in a position to do that. You could do that with your own children. Because even a child has a right to their mind, even if they got to obey you. It's, see... We don't realize how we set ourselves up. And we make God's small g of the concepts in our own mind. People say, well, people make, you know, it's not like it used to be back in the day in the biblical days when people were walking around with these little statues and people called them idols. What is your idol today? Because understanding will let you know that all of that must go. 
or as the Apostle Paul wrote, every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. Why? Under the understanding of the true and living God working in you, through you, as you. And then when you have that understanding, and as Emmett Fox says, there's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. Once that understanding is really known, when you really know it, it it starts or begins to demonstrate itself. But it doesn't come all at once as a complete realization. I I give this formula in my classes sometimes because it kind of helps when people say, well, I know God showed this to me. How come it's not happening? Well, I call, I use a formula that I made up to teach a chapter one day in a class about 15 years ago. I call it revelation plus realization equals manifestation. Revelation is the uncovering. That's the, the God giving you the illumination, the insight, the idea, the dream, whatever. But until you have a realization of what has been revealed, you won't have a manifestation. The realization is understanding. The realization is knowing. The realization is the thinking and the feeling coming together in harmony. Where your feelings are not arguing with your mental Concepts and your mental concepts are not arguing with your feelings. And that which has been revealed to you by God is something within you that is concrete and real. That's why these faculties work together. In the Gospels, this faculty is is represented by the Apostle Thomas, who is called the doubter, but Thomas was seeking understanding. He said, I wasn't here when Jesus showed up. And unless he puts, allowed me to put my hand in, the, in, the, in his wounds, in his hands and his side, I won't believe it. And that's when Jesus, according to the Gospel of John, reappeared and showed him that. Now, now, that story in and of itself, according to many Gospel scholars, was written because they because it was a lot of people that did not experience the quote-unquote resurrection of Jesus. They didn't see Jesus. They didn't have appearances or visitations. So as first and as the first generation people died off, and by the time you got the Gospel of John, and there's basically no first generation Christians left, how do you deal with the people who say when you're teaching them that Jesus had this resurrection experience? So they created the narrative that states you know uh, Thomas you believe because you have seen and have touched my wounds this is a paraphrase obviously he says but this is a direct quote but blessed is he who has not seen but still believes and that concept sometimes in religion blinds us because people don't understand what that meant and what it was used for. You have a right to know. You have a right to question. You have a right to seek. Because out of your questions and your introspection will lead you to a new level of comprehension that will allow you to apply truth in your life. 
You have every right to say, I need to know God for myself. I need to know God as a healer for myself, not because of who got healed in the Bible and not because Louise Hay says I can get healed or whatever pastor or teacher or author you like. So what? You need to know God for yourself as prosperity. It doesn't make a difference how many prosperity books Catherine Ponder wrote. You need to know God for yourself as loving, harmonious relationships. It doesn't make a difference how many books on forgiveness you've read. You've read every book on harmony and relational harmony and forgiveness and uh, uh, Course in Miracles and Gerald Jamposky stuff and Louise Hayes stuff and Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra stuff. You know what? All of that is good, but they're only a finger pointing at the moon. If you concentrate on the finger, you miss all the heavenly glory. Every teacher, every book, every CD, every download, every bit of outside information is there to help you get a grasp on the recipe, but you have to cook the food for yourself. I can't gain I can't give you spiritual understanding. Whatever I have comprehended in my short time of working with this truth in this incarnation. But what I can say to you is this. If you work these principles, you can know God for yourself because success leaves clues. And people who have worked it, and as Reverend Coleman would say, it works if you work it. People who have worked it, who have gotten the healings and gotten the prosperity and gotten the peace of mind and gotten the breakthroughs and gotten the things that you say you desire in life and you want in life and the goodness of God expressing in their individual lives. If they have left clues, if they have left teachings, if they have left uh, uh, principles that you can follow, what I would suggest you do. And I think you're doing that. That's why you're listening to this radio show right now is pay attention to what's been left. Work with what's left and prove the validity of the teachings in your life for yourself. Therefore, you don't have to say you believe it because your religious leaders tell you to believe it or some religious book tells you to believe it or your hymnal book tells you to believe it or your spiritual counselor tells you to believe it. You believe it because you have applied it in your life and you know that it works for yourself that's the only way it becomes real to you you gotta know God for yourself you have to have spiritual understanding for yourself you have to know God in your gut this is how it works no wiggle room what ask yourself this question what do i know about god that's not secondhand information what do you know about god that you learn from your own soul not based upon what a person wrote in a book or what you heard in a lesson or a good seminar or workshop or this show or what you read or what you uh, listened to on the tape or uh, whatever. What do you know? 
Jesus called God Father. Do you know God is Father? Moses called God I Am. Do you know God is I Am? What do you know for you? Let me exhale. I'm getting passionate here. Now, we're going to take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up this understanding, this comprehension of this ability that we call spiritual understanding. We'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Chris Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms as we wrap up this uh, faculty of understanding today. Let me um, go over one other point that I think is very, 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 very valid. And it is the point that I failed to mention earlier, that this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations, your love offerings, your gifts. I say this every show, and I realize that, you know, maybe every presenter doesn't do this, um, but I'm going to do it every show. It makes no difference because I need you to understand that without your support, this message doesn't get out the way it needs to get out to the world. That 
to, to have a website, to have a producers, to have uh, the ability to do the things that we need to do far as getting this message out, out in the world. You have to realize that these shows can be played everywhere unless there's a government somewhere that's blocking this type of material, which we know happens. But even then, they find a way one way or another to being downloaded and shared and emailed and whatever to get in to places that normally wouldn't have access to this type of teaching. So it is really important that you get or understand or comprehend that this show, and let me just add beyond this show, New Thought Ministries, and and I'm speaking about New Thought Ministries, and I'm not as putting them above any other type of ministries. So let me be clear about that. But because I'm such a strong believer in this message, I'm talking about New Thought Churches right now. Make sure that if you are a part of a local community that you support it and support that minister, not only with your with your treasure, which is your tithes, your offerings, etc., but with your time and your talent. That's key. Not only with your treasure, but with your time and your talent. Because the world is waiting for this message. And we're chilling. Literally. As the world goes through what it's going through, when it, if it had a sufficient, if people had a sufficient self-realization of who they are, they wouldn't do many of the things that they do. But they can't do anything that's inconsistent with the, where they are in consciousness. So your support of this show and Unity Online Radio and New Thought Ministries that help promote this message to the world matters. As I segue into one more quote-unquote commercial, the Panorama of Truth conference given by the Universal Foundation for Better Living in Chicago, Illinois, July 23rd through 27th, is a powerful way to for new thought or like-minded individuals to come together to study and learn the principles of truth. I'll be one of the presenters, but as I stated before, I can't wait till I can start giving some of these names out of some of the people uh, that's supposed to be coming out right now. I can't do that. But what I do want to get across to you is this. If you've never been to a panorama of truth before, I would strongly suggest that you investigate it. If you have been before, I would strongly suggest you do it again. Go to www.ufbl.org. That's www.ufbl.org and research for yourself the validity of what I'm saying. In other words, check it out. And see for yourself if it's something, once you look around the site and see what it's about and et cetera, if that's something that you want to be a part of. Now, a couple other quick points I want to make before we close. One, the faculty of understanding uh, in the 12 power or 12 powers of man theology or hypothesis 
is located in the front forehead above the imagination above the personal will and in this area where these three faculties are supposed to be located um, a lot of mystical traditions talk about that particular area for you to be able to see so so understanding at a level works through your ability to think and see but it also can work through the feeling nature as it connects to your human experience and metaphysically when it's talking about understanding as working through uh, the human experience it talks about the feet you know as the scripture says may your word be a lamp or illumination to my feet, my understanding. You know, Moses, take off your shoes for where you stand is holy ground. Take off the restrictions to your understanding of what's happening in the moment. Don't let anything be between you and the understanding of of what's going on. This is why under the feet represents. So where your feet goes is where you in that in this context is where your understanding is leading you in correlation to the human experience. Spiritual understanding is functioning through the front brain area when functioning allows you to know and comprehend how to work with the laws of I, the laws of mind and the relation of thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and ideas one to another. So to backtrack for a moment, as you start to go through understanding, I want to read another quote. This is from H. Emily Cady. In the book Lessons and Truth, and I, again, I taught spiritual understanding as a whole chapter from her perspective in the series on Lessons and Truth. If you want to drill down on understanding even more, I would suggest that you go and listen to that series as well. And if you connect the information together, I think you'll have a lot of good material. She states, understanding is a spiritual birth on page 98, a revelation of God within the heart of man. She also make, goes on and says that, page 99, all the teachings of Jesus were for the purpose of leading men into the consciousness of their oneness with the Father. Mm. So for us, to understand, for us to understand our oneness with the Father, we have to understand who we are. She goes on to say on page 100, I cannot reveal God to you. You cannot reveal God to another. If I have learned, I may tell you, and you may tell another how to seek and find God each within himself. But the new birth into the consciousness of our spiritual faculties is, and possibilities is indeed like the wind that blows where it chooses, quoting Jesus, and, hear the, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from and where it goes. So it is with everyone who was born of the spirit. The new birth takes place in the silence. In the invisible. So this spiritual revelation is the new birth. It's the born again experience. 
So if a person asks me, am I a born-again Christian, I'm going to say yes. Not based upon their limited definition of what they think that means. But that means that the revelation of God as spirit, as source, as creator, as love, as peace, as joy within my soul is is coming to it and giving new birth to who I am. Because I'm not putting new wine in old wineskins. I'm giving birth to new levels of awareness in myself. So, to wrap this up. Pray for spiritual understanding. The author gives us some affirmations in how to use your 12 gifts from God. When he says... As a denial, there is no condition or lack of information that can prevent me from accomplishing. And an affirmation, God stands under all things and the perfect outworking is being revealed to me now. These two statements, and as you pray for divine spiritual understanding, by maybe just simply affirming. I am divine spiritual understanding. God revealed to me what I need to know when I need to know it or God revealed to me how to do it, how to handle it, what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Or you just claim your truth. My through my divine, my spiritual understanding knows what to do, when to do it and how to do it. Now that's very affirmative and new thought, but you choose to do it how you wanted to express through you. So, With that, next week we're going to be talking about the faculty of will. So make sure you read the chapter ahead of time. Um, Love you all. Stay in your power. And we'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Your friends at Unity invite you to reflect on these words from Rev. Jim Rosemurray. Pause and take a deep breath. When you are ready, affirm silently to yourself. Sweet, sweet spirit, I desire a closer walk with you. 
Show me the way. I am listening. Take time now in the silence to get in touch with the spiritual guidance within you. Have faith that your next step, your unfolding, your spiritual growth is coming to you in divine order through your spiritual instinct or your spiritual knowingness. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a 100 years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. 